Welcome to The Bridge, fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Welcome to The Bridge. My name is Jason, and today with me is Bebe. Hey, hi, Jason. How are you doing? I'm great. Find us where you get your podcasts. If you like the show, then consider pushing the like button or giving us five stars. Suggestions, comments, anything you would like to share, email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. We love the bridge. A new trend in the West with ancient Chinese roots, taking a month to heal and be happy with one's newly born baby. An article on CNN on May 7th identifies the new modern shape of China's tradition of a new mother taking time off in relative peace and isolation with Chinese mm-hmm. characteristics. Mm-hmm. How is the ancient Zhuayezi, I hope I'm saying that right, probably mm-hmm. not, taking maternity leave into a new future? Baby, did you do this? Yes, of course. Well, isn't this isn't this fun though? You know, this tradition which has been in China forever. <laughs> so, I think this all started with was she a Canadian like a model from Canada who um gave birth in Hong Kong? Yeah, and then yeah, she yeah. made a video about this um whole thing like how she hired a basically a special nanny for the first month of uh giving birth. Hmm. And then the video went viral. I I saw part of the video. That's how it all started, right? Because this thing has been around literally forever. For thousands of years in some form or another. And yeah, and yeah it's just a natural part of our culture and like nobody else kind of paid any attention and all of a sudden it's like all over the internet <laughs> even jason is interested i said man i don't understand you know i actually the whole month after thing was new to me when i moved to asia right mm. because my growing up my concern has always been like the last four or five months when clearly the the human being the woman bearing the child her form changes dramatically (laughs) and you know she can't walk with normally and she's i hear understand that you know very pregnant ladies have to pee often Mm. and they're always in at least in movies holding their back and stuff and they have difficulty standing and standing and sitting down and sleeping sleeping. yeah so yeah from an optics perspective once the baby comes out okay now she went back to almost normal size (laughs) yeah that's what i thought like after i gave birth i was like okay well done (laughs) back to my normal (laughs) life how wrong was i (laughs) well tell us tell us a little bit about that because obviously i've never (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so sitting the month that's how you say in china because yue is like a month Mm. so basically Mm. in the simplest terms sitting the month sitting the month Sit months. It, some translate yeah, yeah. this as some kind of confinement. And I think that sounds so restricting. It's not a confinement. It's a healing period. Oh, so I don't need bars. No. Uh, I'll send the bars back. <laughs> no, see, this is like sometimes people paint things in a different light and then it all sounds wrong. Mm. It's not. It's just a month of healing um, for for the mom because it's it has been a very traumatic experience. Mm. I mean, Jason, you can just visualize it for a little bit mm-hmm. and you'll probably gross yourself out, but <laughs> that's actually what happens right i don't know how much you know about this or uh, what people's impression of sitting the month is there's some Mm. traditions that sound bizarre like you're not supposed to go out or you're not supposed Mm -hmm. to turn the air conditioner on Mm. it's not like that okay first of all make sure you have your baby in the spring so you don't need air conditioner (laughs) 
Well, you know, <laughs> uh, it's good to have your child in a, in a mild season. Mm. But I'll get back to that before we get into the details. Is that the main point? Is how do you take care of a new mom and a new baby?、Mm. How does the whole family, or if you hire a nanny,、mm-hmm. right? That's the central mission.、Mm. It's not about weird traditions or bizarre things that people think of, or just Chinese medicine. Oh, but we have to talk about those anyway. We will、but. get into yeah, but then sometimes people get sidetracked by like one detail that might not even apply. You mentioned、mm-hmm. it's about taking care of the new mother. Obviously, yeah, her health、right. and the new baby's health are the primary concern of the family. And they're bonding. Yeah,、mm. men. I'm assuming they are allowed around because, like this lady, she hired a confinement nanny. That's how the article on. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so, sounds like you're going to some kind of jail、That's、or something. Wrong word. Yeah. So this is from the CNN、yeah. May seventh article. Chinese postpartum confinement called Suayeza is gaining Western appeal. But like, what is the traditional role of males in caring for the child and the new new mother? Well, like. Thousands of years ago, they probably didn't do much, <laughs> but nowadays, more—it's a good—it's a good trend. More men, the younger ones, started taking a, a better role,、mm. like a stronger role, in taking care of the mom and the ba- and the baby,、mm. which is really good because dad and the baby also need to bond,、mm. and it's a great opportunity for the couple to bond once again,、mm-hmm. uh, because that's when the new mom is basically at the weakest point,、mm. you know, in her adult life.、Mm-hmm. This is a time for for the man to you know、uh, I don't know take up the mop right <laughs> at least you can clean the house、sure. a bit wait, you wait, can wait. change the diapers because there are all these rules are you even allowed to sweep and mop the home with the new mother in there like sleeping like what if you get dust in the air oh、something? no that that's fine it's not about weird things yeah see I I get I, I would get really worried about、right. this whole like month thing because it's a very sensitive period and there are a lot of do's and、uh, don'ts actually it's not sensitive it's just it's a tiring it's been a tiring experience for the mom.、Mm. Right, I guess calm and quiet would be nice if you have.、Uh, if she doesn't like the vacuum cleaner, <laughs> the sound of it, then maybe don't do it. But there's no rule saying that you can't clean the house. Great, it's time to spring clean the whole house. Yeah, well, just to get away from <laughs> changing the diaper, I'll do anything. <laughs> you know, the baby might accidentally poop on you or pee on you. That's all like like the normal deal.、Mm. But anyhow, so the main idea, the main point is still support and care、mm. because.、Um, Uh, for the mom, I mean, if you really think about it, she spent ten months. Growing a new human being, Jason. Wow! She literally、yeah. grew a new human being from like two cells, <laughs> right? <laughs> And in those ten months, sometimes、um, a lot of、uh, pregnant women they don't have an appetite. Like I threw up for the first six to going into the seventh month. It was such an uncomfortable、wow. period in my adult life. Like I do not want to do that again. Yeah, I, you don't even like to leave the house, so this <laughs> must have been pretty dramatic. Well, that's a different thing. Have you ever had like motion sickness? Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. nausea. Yeah, when I was young, I had it a lot. Imagine feeling like that for like six months straight,、uh, every day. Awful. Like starting when you open your eyes, it's oh oh my gosh. Like I was like, if I wasn't growing a baby, like if I had some kind of like sickness that I can't get rid of.、Mm. I will just like end my life. It was too miserable.、Mm. But then you had hope because you were literally growing a little baby inside you, and it moves around, and it's it's fun, <laughs> and you're hopeful. So my point is,、mm. um, the mom has been doing that. It's not just about the birth, and it gets heavier and heavier. And toward the you know the last few months, you you can't really sleep、um, because when you lie down, 
the baby starts kicking. When you're on the side, it starts kicking. <laughs> like, it's just not comfortable. How do you know if it's kicking or punching? Is there like, you can just tell? You feel it. it. It's somebody, literally someone inside you kicking and turning around. And you can't even communicate it. I remember, like, my daughter, she would... Morse code. <laughs> no, like, my daughter, she used to poke um, her feet to my left side. Like, mm. her feet would just, like, stick out, one of her feet. Mm. And I would scratch it. And then she would pull it back and she would be hiccuping mm. inside me. It was so funny. <laughs> like, and you would just like, and I would rub my tummy to, to soothe her a bit. So this is something that, man, I'm sorry, you'll never be able to experience. It's magical. I, mean, I, I don't think I want to have this magic. <laughs> no, it's this part. <laughs> this part is fun. Mm. So, okay. So after 10 months of this, and besides physical discomfort, you are in, like, you're constantly in fear of something going wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, if you can imagine. Imagine um, you know, your wife getting pregnant. You I, like the, after the first moment of excitement and happiness, you'll be like imagining all the things that can go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I think most Even people probably would. My wife has never been pregnant. I always think about what could go wrong if she were to get pregnant every day. Anyway, oh my god, it's a scary. I know. It's, it's really scary. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and you go to all these exams and tests and drawing blood, like drinking sugary water, like all these kinds of tests, and every day constantly you live in fear. Mm. So it, it's the whole thing. It's both a physical challenge and also like a psychological challenge and then come the time well fortunately we do live in the modern era where like right. there's hospitals literally like every couple blocks in every direction not, in beijing yeah. at least. And, and, not know, that we go there for fun yeah <laughs> but it's not a fun and also the maternity hey that's an idea i've never been to the hospital when i wasn't sick. yeah but <laughs> i should go there for fun i have one to day. say that the maternity ward it's like the happiest part of the entire hospital. It sounds like the crying <laughs> department to me. <laughs> no, the cry. No, they, they, you take care of them. And babies, like like newborns, when they cry, it's it's not annoying. It's just, oh, <laughs> because their voices are so yeah, soft. I don't know about that. So anyhow, <laughs> the point of sitting the month, you know, after 10 long months of uh, growing a human being inside you, it takes about normally a day or two to deliver. Now, just imagine it, Jason. How does like eight, nine, seven pound baby come out, right? <laughs> the impact it would have on the women's body. Um, so physical impact and also mental impact. Mm. It's It was like, if I have to use one word to describe the whole experience, I felt so like stuck. Stuck. <laughs> I had never been that stuck <laughs> in my entire life because you have a baby like literally stuck inside uh, you. You have to uh, like push it out. And there's not... <laughs> a lot of space for you to to do that so it's literally you that was one time that i used all the force i had in me and probably borrowed it from heaven a bit wow to do this one thing i've never tried as hard to do anything like in my entire life because you just have to do it. There's no way to go back. I remember <laughs> no, I changed there. my mind. I was like, <laughs> I know. Seriously, Jason, I was, I remember that I was lying there and it was, I was probably halfway through, but no one knew how long it was going to take. But I was like, this is not going anywhere. It's still like stuck right there, but I can't stop. <laughs> I have to keep pushing because what else am I going to do now? Right? Either they're going to like cut me open or I just have to like oh, push, gosh. push this thing through. Let's move on to the estimated cost <laughs> okay. for a confinement nanny in Hong Kong being 63,800 Hong Kong dollars, which is roughly $8,100. Oh, 8, yeah. 
Oh, oh that's, that's the low end to 268,000 Hong Kong dollars, which is 34,000 US dollars for 26 to 30 nights for a live in nanny. So are you willing to pay for American or Western, you know, British, Australian listeners? Are you willing to pay eight to thirty four thousand dollars for an expert to come live with you and take care of you for a month? How much is the cost in China's mainland? I think right now uh, starting two thousand dollars a month for the special type of nanny. And usually they stay for like twenty six or to twenty eight days. Um, considered like a month, or you can go to these like facilities. Yeah. Um, they are called like uh sitting the month centers. <laughs> really? And, so, so yeah, yeah, they are more expensive, like thousands of dollars. And so men come, the husband joins the the wife. Yeah. Why not? You need to learn uh, how to take care of your baby too. It's also like a training. There's training provided for how to parent. Well, if you want to learn. <laughs> so if I don't, if I don't want to learn, I could just show up and like just take them free massages all the time. Or the, I guess they're not free. Not for the men. Oh, men don't get for massages. The new mom. Why would you guys get the massages? I don't know. You, I heard there were massages. I want one. If you don't want to learn, Jason, get ready to be yelled at by your wife. I just, I don't mind learning, but okay, I'll, I'm willing to learn. Can I get a massage though? <laughs> There's training for the mothers as well in terms of like what? What do you need to learn? You need to take care of a human being from like day zero. I don't know. Change the diaper, give it milk and hold it to you and say nice things and stuff and sing. What we need to learn in the first few weeks. So you were talking about you can only sleep six hours a night. That's the max. No, 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 no. If you hire like a nanny for this special month, a special nanny, you can get to sleep maybe for six hours straight. But normally like new moms um they have to wake up every two hours or so like every night for the first year to breastfeed to feed the baby yeah babies did you say two hours yes just just when you uh, about to like fall asleep uh deep sleep then you are like woken up really by the cry of the baby because they have to be fed every two to three hours really in most cases yeah so for the first year at least can't you just make like a whole bunch and then we just like give it a bottle every now and then well, you have to get up to give the bottle well i mean you could like make it and then like leave it in like a storage facility and then you know. so the baby can go get it no i mean the, the, you, what was this the, the confinement nanny she could go get like it every couple hours and you could sleep for six or eight hours that's no? yeah if you go to these facilities or if you you hire a special nanny that's why you you know like why why you pay them so much <laughs> because I, they can't so, take care of you 24 hours yeah, so for a one for one year you you sleep two hours at a time until you get enough until rest. you wean the baby off uh breast milk and or oh, some God. baby like it's rare but some baby they learn to sleep throughout wow. the whole night earlier than others but m- most cases at least until they're a year old. That's why like new moms and new dads are so sleepy. Like they 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 are on the edge of like going insane because for literally a, a, a year at least you just can't sleep. You take basically you take naps. So in our next show we'll be discussing how adoption works. How adoption? <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So the whole tradition of sitting the month first of all is is about support um and care for the mom and the baby both the mom's physical and mental needs because when you are like 
when, when the a baby actually is in front of you, you realize that, oh my gosh, the responsibility. Mm-hmm. I have to keep this thing alive. How do I keep it alive? <laughs> I know that it sounds pretty simple, but I just feed it and uh, clean it up. And But, you know, it's, what, well, you've never done this before. You live in fear. What if I do anything wrong? And they're so fragile. Oh, my gosh. There's not like a, a piece of solid bone, <laughs> you know, wow. in the baby. It's just it's so soft. Like, have you seen videos of new yeah. new dads like trying to hold the baby? But I don't know how. Oh, no. These like seven feet tall <laughs> men, like 200 pounds, and they don't know how to lift up the baby. <laughs> Why are humans like this? You know, a deer pops out and starts walking around on all fours like, within minutes. And somehow human beings were the most advanced species on the planet. <laughs> and our babies are the least capable babies on the planet. <laughs> well, one theory I heard is that we our brain is so large. Um, if we grow long enough inside the womb uh, until we are able to, like, you know, do other things, we're, we will be too big to get out. <laughs> the tunnel <laughs> doesn't allow that. OK, so we get out uh, with a very well developed brain, but, you know, a pretty useless body <laughs> at, the er- at the early stage. <laughs> well, it's something I guess wow. it's doable, right? Um, and but also um, it's it's a time for parents to really bond with their baby. It's through taking care of the baby day and night that the baby learns to trust you, um, you know, trust both the mom and dad and the caretaker. Hmm. And it's uh, during because think it from the baby's perspective. It can't do anything. You know, it, it's totally wholly dependent on somebody else. Yeah. And when you are wholly dependent on somebody, that's how you you build up trust and mm. the need of uh, physical and emotional care. So that's why by hiring uh, a nanny for the first month, it gives the mom a little bit more time, mm. not just to rest, but get to enjoy her baby a little bit. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. What are some of the like not necessarily because I'm assuming some of these you don't have to still do. So what were the ones that are like more traditional? I think in general, like you don't want to be in the cold, mm. uh, especially like sudden drafts, you know, mm. from an unclosed window in the dead of the winter mm. <laughs> because um like you're very you're very vulnerable and of course by now you know all about um you know keeping your body warm yeah. right for most people for for people in general especially when you are not feeling well mm-hmm. the, the joke about drinking hot water <laughs> um and so especially for the new mom considering she you know they sometimes they lose a lot of blood mm. and um and sometimes there are cuts you know about the cuts right yes. when yeah so we don't need to go of, into them <laughs> yeah <laughs> And also another detail, Jason, I'm just telling you as yeah. a bonus um, mm. to, for you to get an idea of how painful and traumatic mm-hmm. uh, like labor Uh-oh. is like when if you don't get the uh, epidural, yeah. which is the drugs. Yes. So and you just give the birth naturally. And if you have to get a cut, you don't actually feel the cut. Oh, not because it's not painful, but because the act of giving birth itself is so painful that actually cutting your tissue raw doesn't feel it. You won't feel it. You're listening to The Bridge. Let's move on to the next part of this conversation. You know, you know, actually, I wanted to I wanted to reaffirm not the hot water part, but I get sick and I'm assuming this is true for most people. Mm. I automatically feel better in warmer air. So 
normally I like the AC down like 23, 24, but if I am sick, I like it to be 26, 27. I feel a lot better when it's toastier, you mm. know? So I, that's a natural state of human beings. So I absolutely do believe in this, co the concept of chi. I think that there is a time when your body craves mm -hmm. warmer temperatures to be healthy, to adjust itself. Your body can tell that it needs it. So the fact that, you know, during the postnatal care, yeah. women, should be a little bit warmer than you know their average air temperature i i think that makes sense and also yeah especially your head uh and your feet like you you see how um a lot of uh, chinese women and um, during the first months after birth they'll wear like a cotton light cotton hat even when they're indoors and they wear socks even if it's like you know warmer days in the summer um, just so that they can keep the extremes of parts of your body. And there's something, I actually looked this up. Why do people keep their feet warm? And um, the feet, they actually have a huge impact regarding how warm we feel because um, they have a large surface area mm. and a lot of blood cells. Mm. This is an article from, huh, I think there's a a66a6feet.com. <laughs> so anyhow, and because he says, because the feet are at the end of our limbs and do not consist of a lot of muscles, mm -hmm. they're prone to cooling faster than other parts of our body. Mm. And by warming up the feet, we can quickly warm up the rest of the body, wow. helping us to keep comfortable. And also um, when you are, warmer your blood will circulate a little better than when you are freezing cold and um better circulation is we always got good warmth what well, what else is there so i what i was told and i may be wrong is that there's something to do with like drinking broth or something well that's the nutrient part um if you can uh, you, you know if you have uh nutritious food of course it'll help you heal better hmm. right and help you produce milk uh 10 people you know young moms tend to new moms tend to drink more fluid because mm. they have to produce a lot of milk. Mm. And this is not just once or twice a day, as I mentioned, every two to three hours wow. you have to feed. And that water, that nutrient has to come from somewhere. If it doesn't come from new nutrient that you absorb yourself, it's going to take things out of your own body. Like it will actually suck nutrient out of your bones, wow. <laughs> like the mom's bones to feed the baby. Goodness. Um, wherever you can get it. I know. That's why you, you know, you eat. This is not the time to think about, oh, my figure or um, I, I shouldn't eat this and that. But the first week, uh, usually the first week you mm. eat light food like veggies and light broth because you don't want your milk to get too thick. Once it's too thick, it's hard to get out. And then when your milk gets congested, oh, my gosh, you're in for some big time discomfort let's go back to the <laughs> the uh the, these traditions see we have staying warm eating nutritious food resting not getting uh as much sleep bonding with the child in this forum so that and the, having the nanny help with some of the needs of the baby but right. what other what other traditions go along with this um there is the tummy wrap tummy wrap like because yeah with um you know growing a baby you know how this your skin gets stretched and mm. your organs get pushed around mm. because to make room for the baby mm. and when the baby comes out you basically have this huge void mm. right all of a sudden it's it's just your skin <laughs> and like fat um and, and your kidneys are like ah oh, i can breathe again. <laughs> i know but then <laughs> they've their positions might have been shifted around a bit wow. so it's actually a really simple idea you can buy this tummy wrap 
and they usually have like a velcro uh, sticky thingy it's just to hold your belly up a bit mm. kind of push things back a little mm. uh, what i used was a simple what do you call it gauze yeah yeah exactly you know they yeah. use in, in medical there's this uh they have this huge sheet like meters long and i just wrap that uh time and time again around my middle so that it's very you would need help with that yeah. right? because it sounds challenging yeah to get that the audio. natty will help me they have a picture uh, in this article in the cnn article where this person uh mm. chan is doing a i guess this is the confinement Gosh. nanny <laughs> who is wrap wrapping yeah, the, uh, the lady with a, a kind of like a gauze yeah. basically helps the mom to get in shape better mm. instead of everything just dropping <laughs> and like being loose <laughs> uh you push it back a little bit give it a little bit of outside help Mm. Uh, so yeah like now everything's back to normal mm. and also something i want to mention is um normally when you look up thing information about the postpartum month they'll tell you that oh you can't take a shower or you can't wash your hair yeah yeah i remember that no washing your hair yeah, and then yeah. people get really scared i mean it's not like that anymore mm. back in the days like hundreds and thousands of years ago there was no warm water okay mm. especially if you give birth in the winter time like, you don't want to go wash your hair because, right. you know, you'll freeze. You're going to get sick. Yeah, yeah. you're going to get sick. So now it's it's a lot, a lot more liberal, right? Because we have hair dryer. Mm. You don't, there's no danger of you getting a cold. Um, but what I did, though, for the first two weeks is that uh, my nanny, she boiled like pounds of ginger, usually about two pounds per pot. Mm. So she would boil a whole pot of ginger water, like fresh ginger. Um, you have this brown light uh, broth. Mm. And she would use that to wipe my hair, my whole scalp, and actually my body. And it has such an amazing cleansing effect. Like it was, my hair was so nice and clean. It was actually better than washing with like shampoo. Mm. But I mean, it's a lot more work. You have to boil the whole thing. And mm. ginger isn't really all that cheap. <laughs> so um in ginger you know about soaking your feet right here in china people like to uh in ginger boiled water because it's more heat i mean i've my wife mm. periodically soaks her feet but i think it's i don't know if she uses ginger i think she just does it with like whatever she buys at bed bath and beyond kind of stores yeah but in china we sometimes we put in a little bit of salt um mm. and slices of ginger or some they have like herbal medicine packages that you put in the mm. uh feed what do you call a soaking bath yeah feet bath it helps with your mm. circulation i have to wash my feet once or oh. twice a year too uh, you know even as a wash your hair once or twice or soak soak your feet my right? feet well, I mean, I wash them in the shower or whatever, but I soak them a couple it, it times feels a year good. as well. Otherwise, my socks start not, sm you know, smelling nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, like, whenever you have a cold uh, you, you and you know that your cold is uh, like you're exposed in, in the rain or something, mm -hmm. it would definitely help if you uh, soak your feet. Uh, you know, up to a calf a bit in hot water. It helps with uh, healing. It gives you energy and it helps with circulation. And when your circulation is better, nutrients travel better in your whole system. I kind of want to switch gears a little bit. Sure. You know, I think all the things that you say sound reasonable. I think anyone anywhere who has the time would think that these sound like reasonable things to do right. you know mm. learning about taking care of a baby mm. bonding with the baby taking care of the mother's health and the baby's health and it's about recovery except yeah. for the sleeping two hours at a time thing that sound that sounds awful it's brutal but yeah. you're listening to the bridge
I want to go back to this article really quickly. Sure. There is a lady named Mandy Major who owns Major Care. And this is a postpartum service in the U.S. because this phenomenon of taking care, especially good care of the new mother that is primarily from China is starting to spread to the rest of the world, even the U.S., which doesn't have technically have maternity leave legally. However, Mm. many companies offer maternity leave for their employees. So if you work for many kinds of companies, the mother, in fact, does have maternity leave, even though it's not written Mm. into law. So maybe some new mothers may have challenges getting that time off with their employee Mm. for their employer. Other employees will be able to just go and take that time. But she says, Mandy Major says, quote, we have a lack of systematic postpartum Mm -hmm. here within our healthcare system. We have a go-go, hyper-productive, hyper-independent culture, Mm. but we also don't have paid leave. Now, some companies, like I just mentioned, do have paid leave, but, you know, systematically in the United States, we don't have that. So this trend taking uh, the month, sitting the month, hmm. is starting to go global. It's it's obviously, you know, in some countries in Europe where they do have this kind of care, they are adopting this hyper kind of care for the new mother. Hmm. But, uh, you know, there is still room to develop this system, systematic care for new mothers and their babies. Right. Uh, around the world. This is something I think as people, as human beings, we should be pushing for in any kind of developed or mostly developed economy where this is a realistic and feasible option. You know, that reminds me, um, we've been talking about like sitting the month nannies, but actually in most Chinese families from ancient times to now, it's family members who come over to help you. It's only in the modern times that mm. we have we now have facilities to where you go. Was your mother your um, nanny? We we hired a nanny because my mom didn't remember what to do. <laughs> she was <laughs> she was no she was very confident before I gave birth. Mm. She was like, oh, I can do this, no problem. I'll just take care of the baby and take care of you. But once my daughter was born, she was like, oh, um, what shall I do? She was like poking <laughs> at it. She's like. <laughs> She was like, uh, does she have a fever? <laughs> Why is she crying? Did you begin to wonder how you survived? <laughs> how I, I know how I survived. My grandmother was there. Oh, okay. Like before I was born, my grandmother was there taking care of my mom. And then she basically like, you know, brought me up. Mm. So this is the point, actually, I want to make that it's about family support. Mm. That's the main thing. You know, when your daughter or your daughter-in-law, it, usually it's the mom who come over, the like mm. parents who come over, but it could be in-laws, right? Um, it's, it's a whole family coming together to celebrate, mm. right? The birth of a new child, uh, adding of a new person into the family, and also to do whatever they can to make it easier for the mom mm. to recover and for the baby to grow. That's the whole point. It's not about sitting, spending extra money, hiring some fancy nanny. Mm. It's not about, you know, going to this facility or that. If you can do it, if your mom knows how to take care of the baby, yeah. she has the time, uh, you know, to, to spend a month, then perfect. You don't need a stranger to come into her house. But um, if you can't afford it, and you want some extra help, then great. You also have that option. So, you know, when people wonder at this cool ancient tradition from China, we wonder how a lot of uh, women in the West Mm. um, go through this period without help. Because sometimes, to be honest, Jason, sometimes I think the word independence becomes a euphemism for helplessness. (laughs) You know, 
Yeah. If if I did not have my family there to support me, if I did not have the money to hire a nanny, of course, I think I would survive. Mm-hmm. But it would be a very challenging and probably depressing experience. I think I may have told this story months or even years ago, but I, I was in Wuhan mm. and we were working with a, uh, I think she was South African young lady and she was a new mom mm. and she came into work. I don't know, a week after she gave birth, a few days even. Wow. It was not a week. It was a few days after she gave birth. She showed up at work and she was not walking as normally as regular, but she worked. Mm. And I I thought to myself, you know, this is the counter to the Chinese culture to to Mm. some extent. Right. But, you know, I agree with you. I think that even I think most cultures that we can think of around the world, family do support new parents, new mothers, especially Mm -hmm. because, you know, I mean, I don't remember a lot of experience around new, like within the first month specifically, Mm -hmm. but I do know many families where the grandmother or Mm. grandfather Mm. of children would watch them between the ages of three and say 11 or 12, Mm. uh, oftentimes when the parents are going to work. So this is sort of an automatic thing that families do, Mm -hmm. that family units have you know, support one another. I spent a lot right. of time as a young child at my grandmother's house, mm-hmm. like almost every weekend for, for what seemed like years. That's great. Yeah. yeah. But I don't and remember. Yeah, uh, I just want to say that, you know, grandparents, they not only offer help, mm. but also knowledge. Yeah. And they help to calm you down because when you are alone, let's say the baby, uh, you know, has, I don't know, some symptoms, like maybe a light fever. Mm-hmm. Do you know how crazy the mom would feel? Hospital time. Yeah, they will probably f- feel like, you know, oh my gosh, you know, what did I do wrong? Or what, what's happening? Or mm. it's like a rash? Because, uh, you know, tiny Hospital babies, they, they often have... Um, <laughs> In Chinese, we say that there's some toxins they have to get out of their system yeah. and appears uh, in symptoms as a rash. Yeah. And if you don't know that it's it's normal for this to happen, I mean, you you like I, I would be scared to death if there was nobody yeah. there to tell me and their skin fall off. Did you know that? Uh, what, 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 New babies. You mean just a little bit of it, right? <laughs> well, basically, well, they've been soaking in water for 10 months oh yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. when they come out slowly um they're literally their entire skin would peel off bit by bit oh my and not like entire sheet but like <laughs> you would see them it's not like a snake losing its skin. not quite but like, like after a sunburn a million other details that you can uh go through they might have an itch they might cry for you know Whatever reason. This is definitely something that I think China has an advantage here, you know, honestly speaking, because my wife has been challenged with some illnesses lately. Mm. She had an infection and she had some problem with her liver and her kidneys. We were able to go to the hospital right away. And, you know, I think the bill was practically nothing. Mm. And then she she sprained her ankle very seriously while I was in Xinjiang. And then she went to the hospital and she was able to get treatment almost for nothing again. Mm. So if you're a newborn, if you have a newborn in the house and it gets a fever it's like a month and a half old or two months old Mm. in america you might be like okay we'll wait a few hours or see how the child is doing you know later today or something Mm. but in china you can pop into the hospital 
anytime. Mm. And like, it's going to cost virtually nothing to do that. Mm. I think this is something, and I think many Americans listening to this feel the same way as me. This is something America needs. We need that kind of hospital system where if your newborn child or if your wife or your husband or yourself, your grandma, your mother, whatever needs to go to the hospital, that you don't need to like think about, oh, I can wait a few hours and see how it goes. Mm. You could go to the hospital no matter what. For the what. peace of your mind. And so that you can I mean, yeah especially safe. you got a newborn they're the most sensitive uh, elderly newborn and maybe postpartum mm. mothers that they're the weakest people in our society it shouldn't be like oh should we go to the hospital how much is it going to cost it should be like oh let's if just go we feel like we go to the hospital to go yeah right. and that is something america needs canada has a, a version of this england has a version of this france has a version of this china has a version of this mm. the united states does not we are way behind the times in terms of modernity and in in healthcare and it, it's very frustrating and i think in general like in the u.s it doesn't seem like a big deal as much of a big deal uh, to to you know have a new baby it's like they they don't I, I, that's my impression okay they don't think it's um like i need a whole month to rest or um but sometimes maybe not a whole month but at least two like two weeks i think that's reasonable right for the mom to recover but in china like adding a new person to her family that is a huge deal it's like worth all the mm. banquet celebration you know like literally do you get a banquet a celebration whole, like, big family like all your family members aunts and uncles they, they would come over each bringing a, a red envelope stuffed with cash and gifts oh i didn't know this was a red envelope moment of this course, is a new information yeah, for a new baby are you kidding me like all i thought it was just wet weddings and children at chinese oh, new baby. birth is that's more exciting that's more exciting oh, wow. generation if you have like grandpa grandmas they'll come over and bringing just cash <laughs> to help you know because they're so happy someone is adding a new family member it's a huge deal so this is a time for uh family members to show their support and family and and their love it's and it's not something you can get from reading a couple books because i know that on the market there are books teaching you how to take care of newborns and also new moms i read a few but when the time came and none of those like helped mm. i couldn't remember anything but what really helped was someone showing me how to do this you know what what really helped was someone calming me down when i thought something was wrong you know You're listening to The Bridge. Baby, I want you to I want you to have an argument with someone who's not here. So this is uh, from SixTone.com, mm. March 13th of this year. And this is this is the opening from Wang Lianjiang. Oh. <laughs> China's maternity hotels offer new moms a break from their in-laws. Maternity hotels have found success by tapping into the Chinese tradition for mothers to sit the month after giving birth, mm. but they offer young moms another benefit, an escape from unwanted parenting mm. advice. What do you think about that? Well, um, first of thing, when it comes to these facilities, I think it's very nice mm. uh, to spend the first month there. Uh, definitely. It may, it's very, very mm, pricey. Mm, mm. But the thing is, mm. the, the, the couple, my experience, a shock at the end of the month when they have to go home. And then it's all on their own shoulders. You know, there will be a dramatic right. drop in comfort and happiness levels. <laughs> even 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 if you're leaving the resort, right, and you go home, maybe the husband does go to work after, because it's been a month, paternity leave is up. But in China, women have five to six months of maternity leave. So yeah, you get less 
massages, but you'd still at home with the baby. That's right? even more work than going to work. Uh-huh. Like I, I remember when I when my baby was small, um, I and I went back to work. I would stay for as long as I could in the office. <laughs> like <laughs> I stayed until like six. Well, and I was pushing it. Maybe six oh one. Maybe six oh two. Because once you get home, it's endless. The short, the chores are endless. And of course, you besides doing all the work, you want to, you know, you want to spend time with your baby. But it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And little kids, they like to do the same thing like again and again and again. I mean, telling a story once is fun. Telling it for the tenth time, you are out of your like you, you go crazy. <laughs> so well, I loved being a kindergarten teacher because I could read the same book over and over. <laughs> I had so many Dr. Seuss books and. I I think we read some of them like 20 times. The kids are like, were very patient. I know it was fun for me too. I don't know why. I I, I really enjoyed that you part of it. You can literally retelling. See me yeah, lose my patience like <laughs> by the second. <laughs> so, but I mean, some people, they would really enjoy spending time uh, with younger babies. It's a lot of work. I just have to say. And um, you get hmm. the only breaks you get is when the baby nap. And that really, really helps. So, I mean, this whole sitting of the month thing, I think we should uh, understand that the mom just needs to recover. It's all more about recovering and learning about how to get into this new role as a mom. You're not yourself, just yourself anymore. You're not just a young lady anymore. You are a mom now. Yeah. You are responsible. And the dad too, of course. You guys are both responsible for the safety and the health of a human being. Oh my gosh. Just like staring at the baby and thinking about the <laughs> the monumentalness of this whole idea. Well, I want to switch back because I have another uh, piece of information. This is from sure. Dai Wangyun, and it's... Uh, China's new mothers turn to both science and superstition. That's how they put superstition? it. Superstition. Yeah, this is from Sixth Tone also. Hang on. Okay. You can, you can uh, veto anything that you disagree with. Sure. So they have a list of postpartum, and they say superstition, holds fast in modern China. And some of these are on your list wearing socks and staying home. But there are some other ones here and not having the air conditioning. But I want to go over some of the other ones. Number one on the list that we haven't li- we, ha- we didn't discuss, don't carry heavy things. What do you think? It's straining your body if you could rest. Mm-hmm. Um, why carry heavy loads? Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably won't kill you, but it won't help you heal either. It's just like, imagine you just had a surgery yeah, yeah, of yeah. some sort. Sounds Would you sounds get up? To me. I agree and, with you. Yeah. Okay, next one. It says, avoid certain types of food. And it says spicy, mm. acidic, cold, and raw. Right. That makes sense. So to no me. sushi. A better not because even though they're like fish from the deep ocean, but you don't see all the things that are on it. Right. And uh, certain things get passed on to sure. Yeah, you your get, milk get it to the baby. Yeah, it does. It might increase the risk of some kind of infection, like by point oh 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 one. But why mm-hmm. take the risk? But it, because the whole thing, uh, why humans started cooking after we discovered a fire, is not just that we think it tastes better, but that it kills off a lot of the like bad things. Bat- mm. bacteria that's the whole point so yeah for new moms i think they stay away from raw food for a while sounds good next one don't cry oh well is this, have you heard this um well i guess people would tell you not to cry on normal days <laughs> like <laughs> right <laughs> they won't be like oh jason good you're crying <laughs> keep oh, you know, going i, I, I mean, don't cry like- unless i'm happy i cry happy <laughs> tears most of the time i cry i almost never cry sad tears but i do i'm a right. happy cry 
person. If I see something that really moves me, this is like, you know, right. Same yeah, for 10 me. times a year or something, I'll, I'll have a happy cry. But there is, um, I think there's a saying somehow it will uh, like weaken your eye somewhat. Oh, really? Um, it's just like all the things that could go wrong would be magnified during this particular mm-hmm. month because the mom is so vulnerable. Your ability to uh, regenerate, your ability to r- recuperate is is worse than normal mm. uh, because your body has been through such a shocking experience. Right. Well, we have um, two more. Yeah. Next one is don't climb stairs. So I guess this is kind of like don't carry heavy things. Don't, you know, unnecessary work. Yeah, right? especially if you have like cuts, right? Like you're still healing. Oh, gosh. And you're, yeah, you know yeah, that the, the new mom <laughs> bleed for uh, oh, like 10, they, they keep bleeding for like 10 days or so. Some stuff they still have oh, to flush out. Uh, so I like I was in bed most of the time for the first two weeks. The final one, baby, it really goes to you because mm-hmm. it says don't watch TV or go online, but it also <laughs> says don't read. It's because uh, it, it could strain your eyesight. Oh, this is real. Oh, yeah. I mean, when they say don't read, it's like don't read for hours. Oh, like don't right. Get don't watch strained. TV for hours. Don't pull out Kant's, uh, you know, I don't know, prolegomenon on the like, ethics or something. This is basically <laughs> saying um, restrain yourself from overdoing anything, because the main point for this month is to rest and recover and to to take care of the baby. It takes a lot of energy mm. um, to take care of the baby. Even if they told me that, hey, you could read for as much as you want, mm. I wouldn't have the time. I mean, if you can't sleep at night, you're going to nap during the day whenever you can. Um, so I, I, you know how much I love to read, right? Yeah, that's why I wanted to point that one out last. <laughs> I did not read for a whole year what? after the birth of my daughter. You know what that means, right? For, for a... You mean you read like casual? No, right? like no reading at all. That was... What about the back of a shampoo bottle? No, right? I no. just just grab things and <laughs> wash my hair. <laughs> this is blue. It, That's probably so shampoo. <laughs> I, I can and probably. Uh, she pooped on my hand. <laughs> well, oh, I'm gosh. saying like this is a very special time mm. in a new couple's life. Mm. Uh, a lot of other things that you normally do will get pushed back. Um, because the priority is completely different now Hmm. and it takes time to adjust and if there's someone else there to help you either your your parents um, or a nanny you hired or you know your sister anyone you trust can come over to make this a little bit easier i think i would just call that sitting the month Hmm. you know for the period to recover it's not like you have to do certain things or there are things that you absolutely cannot do yeah yeah i was thinking this too china and one one thing that i've learned about living in China is there's more than one way to want more than one Chinese culture. So you go to the North, you go to mm. the South, the East, the West, one local household or a community or an ethnic minority and things, the rules change. So uh, like cultural rules. So I'm imagining that from one family to the next sitting the month is not this identical thing that you can find on sixth time. Right. And also, I mean, just think about how much help the new mom could have right could uh make use of Mm. i think all new moms at least most of them would welcome some help you know a friend comes over maybe experience with experience uh know how to take care of the baby yeah yeah yeah. even for just you've had three babies please come over even i don't think they would have time if they have three babies (laughs) but uh, if they have three kids (laughs) at home but you know someone comes over to to help you watch the baby even for them to watch the baby sleep for like two hours and then the new mom can take a nap would help uh, a lot too 
Because, um, you know, if it's just on the mom herself, that's just way too much. Mm. And when you are physically exhausted and you are anxious, that's why there's a pretty high chance of uh, postpartum depression. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Yes. This is not directly about uh, having a baby, but in China, a lot of people have an ai, which the, the word technically means auntie, but it can often mean a lady of any age. Nanny. You know, yeah. Who comes over, not even a nanny, who comes over sometimes clean sweeps does right. the laundry maybe takes care of the children maybe does this or that and it depends mm. on what your needs are these right. uh experts right you know and you know what's really interesting to me is that it's not always someone in your community someone you know but there are big companies mm. that manage dozens or hundreds of these people mm -hmm. and they distribute them to whole parts of a city or whole right. cities and, and i was wondering for you you live in beijing mm. do you have someone who comes over and helps clean? yes i depend on i depend on her help <laughs> like um <laughs> she is one of the most important person in my life right now wow. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i I've, we've known each other for she's been with us for like 10 years i think wow and um uh for for now she comes over for like three hours a day and so she come over and would make breakfast slash lunch in the morning mm. and in the afternoon she will come over for two more hours to uh do cleaning general cleaning mm. and uh, and dinner so that i can have uh, more time to to work mm. and um and to yell at my child to do her homework <laughs> <laughs> so you, well you know so yes i think that's fantastic i mean I, I i only had this service one time because there's a there's mm -hmm. a there's a homes living service i forget what it's called I think it's called Z Room. That's right. Z Room here in China. And I, mm -hmm. Summer and I, my wife and I, we got this service one time autumn, uh, to, to rent an apartment. And when you rent mm. with Z Room, they make you take an IE, which we'd never had. Oh. We've always just cleaned mm -hmm. up after ourselves badly. And so right. we were, they were like, no, you can't do without it. You must take this service. <laughs> so what we would do is keep the house clean and not really mm. clean the bathroom that well. And then when she came over mm. once a month, because that's as mm. often as the contract required, we use this service, we would just have deep her cleaning. deep clean the bathroom. And so once a month, we would get like, you know, an immaculate, gleaning white bathroom. And I have to mm. admit, it was pretty nice. You know, not having to take care of that yeah. one institution in the home as much. I mean, we cleaned it, but not deep clean. I anymore. think um, the service is also popular in big cities in the States, like in New York City. I yeah. remember my coworkers, they would, I think they said they paid like $50. This was like a long time ago. $50 for uh, a few hours of cleaning and cooking. And they would probably get it like once a week or so. Mm. And then, but then in the suburb, it's probably not as common. You know, and that's one thing I love about I have a cousin who Beijing does this. and other big cities. She's a yeah, really? she's a domestic care like business? expert. Or she, she, I don't really know. I've never really asked her in great detail about it. Mm. But essentially, she works for wealthier homes in mm. the Central Valley of California. She goes to their homes and sweeps and mops and cleans and whatever. And she goes from one home to the next. Do does a few homes a day, mm. and she makes a reasonable living, mm. like basically being a uh, a deep. A home deep cleaner. So she go I don't know how often she visits each home, mm -hmm. but this is like you said, this is not a service that exclusively exists in China. Mm -hmm. It's a service that exists around the world. There have always been uh, some people who have asked for outside help to mm. take care of the home, take care of the children, take care of the newborn baby. I mean, who wouldn't want that? 
at least once in a while, right? Mm. Who really enjoys yeah. vacuuming and sweeping and just cleaning day after day. These are very repetitive works. Yeah. Um, but of course, it's a, there's a price to pay. And um, also depending on how much services is available. Um, but if you live in like the bigger cities, I'm not I'm not sure about the smaller cities, but at least in the bigger cities, this is you can easily get them. And for me, like I pay my uh, hourly help nanny. Uh, how much is it? What? Mm -hmm. Let's see, six six dollars per hour, um, which I think is reasonable. Mm -hmm. I mean, the price has gone up over the years, um, but by now it's still affordable. Mm -hmm. So, like eighteen dollars a day mm -hmm. uh, to have my meals ready and also to keep my place reasonably clean. <laughs> I guess, yeah. And also, I think for me, <laughs> it's so that I have time to to stay insane. You know, like to not have to worry about work and child and house chores all at the same time. So, well, we're almost yeah. out of time. I have one more question for you specifically, not for Chinese culture or, or anything like that. Sure. But for you specifically, as someone who likes to read books, I'm assuming when you were pregnant for those nine or 10 months, you read books on what it was like to be a new mother. So when you were also receiving this advice immediately after having given birth, mm. you already had some concept of what was required of you. Yeah. No, it was all wiped out. <laughs> like I read, I remember reading a few books on like newborns and especially about breastfeeding. It doesn't really make sense until it happens. Like even when I first uh, held her, and she was tr like trying to feed. I didn't know if she was, you know, taking things out, if she was actually getting milk. Um, it took some time. But these are things that you just have to do. These are actions that have to be taken for you to really learn. So I know there's so many books on, you know, parenting and taking care of newborns out there. But if you can find someone to show you how to do things, you can learn from like a real human being. It's going to be so much more helpful. Like all the, the the ones that I read just didn't do anything. Mm. <laughs> it's just all forgotten. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Bebe. If you guys want to add to our conversation or you want us to read your comments on the air, please email us at we love the bridge at gmail.com. Yes. Goodbye, Bebe. Bye, Jason. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.